You're listening to Your Woo Woo Best Friend, a no BS approach to wellness, spirituality, manifestation, and all things mystical. Hello, my friends. It's Andy. Welcome back to Your Woo Woo Best Friend. I am so feeling this Mercury retrograde. Are you? Has it been an intense one for you? I've had all sorts of technology challenges this go around. Sometimes it feels kind of light and easy, and sometimes it's like, no, not so much. I do have some travels coming up during this Mercury retrograde. And for those of you that are like, no travels during Mercury retrograde, you can travel. It's going to be okay. Just give yourself extra time. Give yourself some grace. I'm going to New Orleans for the retreat. Finally, back in New Orleans for retreat. And we've just announced as well our Bali retreat, which I've been talking about here on the podcast, but it's like in motion. We've made all the plans. We've got all of the excursions outlined. I'm so excited to go back to New Orleans for a retreat and then Bali for a retreat next year. If you're a local to New Orleans and you want to come and you haven't yet signed up, you still can do that. Our retreat home is Studio 633. It's a newly renovated 1800 square foot studio space. It's designed for photo shoots and educational events. We're going to have a retreat photographer with us, Charlie Black. She is amazing. She's the owner of Good Friends Studio and Blot in Indianapolis. And we're going to spend time in the studio every day. We're going to have an opportunity for meditation and kundalini yoga and our morning time of our morning moments of gratitude together. We'll have our breakfast together, and then we're going to get out and do a lot of exploring. It's a really great opportunity just to make some new friends, get reconnected to your vision, your intuition. The magic of a new place can always help us to do that. It's really it's really going to be so special. We have lots of fun things planned. We've got a music outing, We've got some great workshops every day. We're doing a deep dive into the eight steps of manifestation. We've got a movement workshop with my brilliant friend, Amber, and she's just like the coolest. So I can't wait for you guys to get to meet her. We have a workshop all around releasing blocks, a workshop for visioning for the year ahead. We have a sunrise photo walk that we're going to do with Charlie and an inspired action workshop. We're going to have a great picnic by the bayou in City Park and some group coaching experiences and a new moon circle as well. So such juicy stuff. Bali is available for next year. If you're considering next year travel and Bali has been on your vision board, come on, let's go to Bali. Let's do it. You can find all of the information for our retreats at Wee Studio. And I'll make sure to leave the retreat details in the show notes as well. Okay, so we've just come out on the other side of this eclipse. How is it for you? Are you feeling a little bit of groundedness? I hope so after what felt like some serious, some serious cosmic weather, honestly. That's how, that's how everybody I've spoken to has been kind of feeling like it was a bit of a cyclone going on. So I hope you've given yourself lots of time to get regrounded, time for reflection. That eclipse energy, this Taurus-Scorpio axis that we're 
riding through with this series of eclipses that started last fall and goes through 2023 is on this Taurus Scorpio axis. And it's this pull of our resources, our personal resources, and other people's resources and power. And there's this kind of like balancing experience that we're having to work through over this stretch of time. So however that is showing up for you, pay attention. Allow for big shifts. Eclipses are connected to our karmic destiny. So if you're feeling called to explore a new direction, it's a great time to do so. Give yourself that permission. It's really important. So today's episode is all around dealing with haters and critics and shit talkers and naysayers. And you might be wondering, okay, yeah, we all have those. And okay, yeah, I've really got some of those in my life right now. What I really want to talk about is how your approach to working through haterade, criticism, naysayer comments can impact your manifestation ability. No matter where you are on your journey, there will be negative encounters along the way, whether it's your parents or your friends or peers or colleagues who don't believe that your big dreams are possible, or maybe you've got haters leaving negative comments on your social when you talk about pursuing your big dreams. Unsolicited criticism can really take us down. It can shrink us and make us feel like, oh, who was I to think I can really go there? Who was I to think that I can have a bigger and bolder life? So this episode is all about strategies for staying in a mindset of gratitude and motivation and inspiration so that you can continue to align to your highest calling and manifest the life that you dream of and how to respectfully use critique as an opportunity for growth. Sound good? So here's what we're going to do. I've got three strategies that I want to talk about today. And there's a few reasons that you might experience haters. For each of us, as our star rises, it's inevitable. There will almost certainly be people that are critical of you, people that are naysayers, people with something to say about what you're up to. When you dream big, when you say something like, I'm calling in my dream house because I want to create this most magical place for my family to thrive and grow and live in a healthy and inspired and creative way, someone in your family or someone in your friend group is going to be like, girl, sit down. That is not for you. Like, who do you think you are? You're not, you know, you're not going to be on MTV Cribs. Okay, sure. That might be the present reality, but it doesn't mean it's not where you're going. So let's let other people's shade help us to turn our shine up. Let's get brighter and brighter. And it doesn't mean cocky or overconfident or that we're dismissive when people have really great logical and rational tips they want to share with us. That's really different from harsh criticism or something that's going to take you out of that growth mindset. But if someone comments on your worth or the value that you have or the choices that you're making, the first tip and the thing I want you to think about 
is how can you shift that narrative so that it does not become your own? Be aware that the power of negative feedback is all about how you frame it. You get to decide how negative feedback affects you. So if someone's commenting on your worth, like you're not shit, or your value, or what you're providing, or the choices that you're making, what's so important is you tell yourself, I am worthy, and it's okay that I'm not for everyone. And maybe you even tell yourself, I can't wait to prove them wrong. It doesn't mean you have to get in their face and let them know you're going to prove them wrong. You'll do it. It will happen. And they will see that they were in fact wrong about you. And oftentimes when somebody's commenting on your value or your worth, there's just some triggering jealousy that they've got going on. And they don't necessarily want to see you shine because if you shine, you're leaving them in the dust is what they're afraid of. So think about that too in that narrative. If I shine more brightly, then the people around me are able to get in that glow. They can glow up alongside of me. So if you've got a friend or a family member or a sister or a brother, whomever it might be, that's like, girl, don't, don't be trying to go there. Like, what are you doing? That's not for you. Notice, are they afraid that you're going to shine so bright that you're going to leave them in the shadow? And perhaps you could remind them that you are worthy and that so are they. Or maybe it's just that you are worthy and it's okay that you're not for them. The second tip, the gratitude practice. We can always starve the hate with gratitude. I encourage you every day to sit down and write out at least one thing per day that you are grateful for. One thing per day that you're grateful for. I am not saying you've got to go spend 30 minutes in your journal every day. I am just asking you once a day to express gratitude and to commit to that time and when you write it down. So for me, my practice right now, and I change my practice fairly regularly. I like to kind of just go with what feels right. Right now, when I sit down at my desk each morning to start my work day, I typically write down the date and then I go through and I start making notes of things that are on tap for that day. My practice right now is to write the date and then write three things I'm grateful for and three I am statements. So here's my list from this morning because sometimes it's going to be like, you know, just a quick little moment. So this morning it was, I'm grateful for the orange juice that been squeezed straight from the trees in our backyard. I am. I'm so grateful for that. It gives me like this really lovely little healthy, delicious treat first thing in the morning. And then I said, my next gratitude was, I am grateful to start the day working with an inspiring group of people. I was going right into a mastermind as my first meeting of the day with a really incredible group of people. I'm in a mastermind called Summit Junto, and I was really excited about that meeting that I was about to have, and I am so grateful for those people. I've been making incredible connections and relationships in that experience, and so expressing gratitude for that. So that was a couple of things that I am grateful for. And so if somebody's got something not so nice to say to me this morning or is like, hey, why don't you 
roll it back. Like you're, you're, you know, you got a lot going on. You're going a little big. I'm like, Hey, I'm grateful for my health, my wellness, this beautiful juice I drank this morning that my love provided for me and these trees in my yard provided for me. And I am grateful for this group of people who are encouraging me to keep going bigger. So I got this. I've got it. And then the I am statements that go with that. This is what I wrote this morning. I am glowing. I am brilliant. I am wealthy. I am making a difference on this planet and the world. I am glowing. I am brilliant. I am wealthy. I am making a difference on this planet. So when I go into that first meeting of the day, I'm like, all right, here I am. I'm glowing and I'm brilliant. And I want to come across that way. And I'm building so many things in my business right now. And I see potential for generational wealth to come in my future. And so I'm showing up as a person who embodies that. And I want to make a difference in the world. I want to make a difference on this planet. And so I show up that way because I've already told myself that this is who I am. So no hating, no criticism, no naysaying can take me down if I am embodying that. And then when I hear some criticism, because sometimes it can be very constructive, it doesn't mean it's always nasty or negative, I can practice saying thank you every single chance I get and really beginning to integrate what I'm hearing. And it doesn't mean, by the way, that we don't make mistakes that we need to be criticized for, because of course we all do. We are human beings. We are not perfect people. None of us are. Those people that you idolize at the highest level on the internet are human beings. They will make mistakes. They will let you down. Everyone in your life will make mistakes. They will let you down. But it doesn't mean that they can't come back and that they can't be grateful for the opportunity to redeem themselves. So treat those negative comments with grace. And no matter what you do, just remember, people will always have something to say when someone steps into the spotlight. And the quicker you can embrace that awareness, the easier it will become to treat comments that come at you with grace rather than upset. If everyone is happy with what you're doing, by the way, you probably are not stepping outside of your comfort zone enough. So the simple act of a gratitude practice will tip the scale and remind you of how much good is out there and how you are living in that light. All right, the third tip is invite criticism to be a learning lesson for you. When someone has something negative to say, consider what is the lesson in this experience. Take a moment and consider differing opinions. We are in a time that is so polar, so polar. It's like you're either right or wrong, you're left or right, you're pro or against. And there's not a whole lot of room for a middle ground or a listening to what someone who's on the opposite side of the story has to say. So see if you can allow criticism to be a lesson. One of the greatest lessons in dealing with haters is the lesson of staying composed in high pressure or anxiety-provoking situations. Doing so will pay off in countless ways throughout your 
journey throughout your life. So if you quickly jump into argument mode, it doesn't mean we can't have great debates with people and have intelligent conversations in which we're learning and sharing and educating at the same time. But if you're constantly in like, let me educate you, let me tell you mode, like I'm not hearing it from your side. I know my side's right. It doesn't give us a lot of room for expansion. I personally feel like if someone has held a specific opinion for the duration of their life or some amount of time, like lengthy amount of time, and they've not had any willingness to shift or hear other ways of thinking, they probably don't have, one, a lot of empathy, two, a lot of emotional intelligence, or three, a lot of willingness to learn. And that's concerning for me. So I would rather you have an opinion about something and then change your mind because you are willing to listen to criticism of that opinion and grow with that. There's so much opportunity for growth when we listen to a myriad of points of views. And as I share all of this, this this does not mean that if someone bullies you, is nasty to you, is saying things about you that are untrue, that that should ever be okay. That's not the thing that you're going to learn a lesson from. That's just bullshit and you need to get support, get help, or get away from that conversation. If someone's saying something abusive to you, that is not constructive criticism. That's damaging and dangerous. So that's a very different thing that we're talking about. So in our manifestation practice, when someone's being a hater, when someone's being a critic, when someone's being a naysayer, Allow it to drive your practice forward because you are someone who can show up every day and shift the narrative. You are someone who can show up with gratitude, even in the face of challenge. And you are someone who can invite criticism to be a learning lesson and a mind shift and a pivot for for your lifetime. So I hope this is helpful for you. I encourage you to continue to make your manifestation lists, build out those vision boards, what you're calling in for the summer, a couple things that I'm vision boarding right now. I've got wedding dress vision boards going. So exciting. Three of my best girlfriends are coming into town next week, I think, and we're going to do a couple of days of dress shopping and hanging on the beach and really great just food and time together. It's kind of my first girls trip I've done in a really long time. So my friends Elsie and Keiko and Christine are coming. I'm hoping actually Christine's going to be staying at my house for a couple of days before we do the whole girls experience. So I'm hoping to get her to do a little pod recording with me. And Elsie and I, who I'll link her previous episode. She's actually done an episode with me before all about her journey into the woo. We're planning for another episode. We're going to do an episode called, Is It Real? Which is going to be fun. And we're going to look at things like all these mystical, supernatural ideas and dissect them and look at, are they in fact real? And she's also been doing some really fun readings and things of that sort that we're going to talk about. So then I need to get Keiko on the show too. So then I'll have all three of my best gals on the show, which will be really fun. 
With that, we are complete for today. As a reminder, you can manifest some money. We are running a giveaway for the next couple of weeks through the middle of June. And all you have to do to win the money, it's $100 cash. All you have to do to win the money is leave us a review on Apple Pods and then share something that you love about the show on your social media. Screenshot that stuff the review and what you shared on social, and then DM it to us at your woo woo BFF. That's where you find the show. Instagram is at your woo woo BFF. Okay. So that's it. If you've got questions about the giveaway, just send us a quick DM and we will answer those questions for you. But it's intended to be really simple. I did have someone message me and they said they don't use Apple podcasts because they don't have an iPhone. You know me, you guys, I'm like, so willing to bend the rules because I love you. So if that's not an option for you, whatever platform that you do listen to your podcasts on, find one that allows for reviews and leave a review on that platform and just send us a screenshot of that. Okay. 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 With that, I am going to go start prepping for my New Orleans trip and my local friends, I hope you want to come and hang. It would be so great to see some of you local folks We'll always have room for you on the retreat in New Orleans. And for those that are thinking about bigger trips down the road, put Bali on your list. Let's go to Bali, my friends. We've only got a couple of spaces left, honestly, in Bali because that one started selling really fast. So just an FYI. With that, we are complete. Much love. Thank you for being with me today. We're back next week with another interview. So let me just tell you really quickly who we have on the schedule for next week. So next week we have Elise of Elise Breathes. Right after that, we have Marley Rose. She is a money mindset coach. Behind that, we have an interview coming up with Chelsea Reif. She is a podcast coach and a mindset coach. She is really doing incredible things in the world of podcasting and has a really cool podcast herself. And then after that, we have Adapala of Alchemy Forever. And we're talking about the philosophy of beauty. So lots of good episodes to come with much love. I will see you super soon. Have a beautiful rest of the month of May. Keep enjoying the spring season. Take care.